0: Hello, the Internet, and welcome to Season 208, Episode 5 of Your Daily guys the production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Friday, October 29th, 2021, our last full episode before Halloween. Oh, okay. Or It's weird when Halloween falls so close to some of these days, I'm about to tell you. Because it's like, which one are we celebrating really? Like, it's it's, uh, International Stroke Day on October 29th. Mm -hmm. National Oatmeal Day. National Mm -hmm. Cat Day, which I feel Mm -hmm. like happens every week. National Hermit Day. Mm -hmm. I I think oatmeal takes the day for me. Because it's just such a
1: thing that so many people feel passionately about. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Also, the Cat Day thing is, I feel like, like last week, I think it was National Black Cat Day. Yeah. So yeah, but look, they have. It gets very specific.
0: Yeah, as well it should. But all those, all those oatmeal fans out there can finally let their freak flags fly today. You know, Those
2: oat heads. Those oat
0: heads. Well, my name is Jack O'Brien. a.k.a. I like sharks. Do 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 do. I like sharks. Do 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 I like sharks. Do 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 do. I like sharks. Daddy likes sharks. Doo, 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 doo. No, all right, <laughs> what if I just kept going, that is courtesy of pickled herring at Frog Pickled. Which are you, a pickled frog or a pickled herring? We we don't know. Uh, that's called suspense. I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray.
1: Oh, man. it's the, Joe Biden is claiming an L on this uh, infrastructure bill. But, uh-oh, let me just sing something really quick. They promise everything you want, deliver nothing that you need. It has half the shit inside of it you hope that it could be. Joe sounds almost left wing at exactly <laughs> the right time but the party still keeps following because they're scared of the right okay that was something i thought as i walked to get a breakfast <laughs> something this morning and i was like yeah yeah because i was looking at that framework and the mm, the mm-hmm, fanfare and I was mm-hmm. like no you're gonna love it man it's half a woman but you oh you're gonna love, it. You're gonna love this you're gonna love this Sounds like, almost left wing okay. at
0: almost. exactly the right, <laughs> right. times. I Damn. like that. That was, that was
1: good. That you yeah.
2: somehow made that song sadder.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Yeah, and it, I didn't do the part where it, it the the voice change and it's like I am everything you want.
0: Right. <laughs> oh, I am. Super creepy. Yeah, that it's funny to think about Joe Biden as like somebody's crush. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> oh, if only <laughs> he's just got it all, you know. I'm sure ah. there are, like, sad people in Congress who are like, Biden, now there's there's a talent. There's uh, one of the greats.
1: Yeah, people are like, oh, that's the goat right there. Well,
0: speaking <laughs> of goat and one of the greats, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by a mm-hmm. hilarious and talented stand-up comedian, writer, actor, improviser, and biomedical engineer, yep. uh, in addition to being one of the funniest comics and writers anywhere doing it. She started a tutoring initiative to provide black students free individualized online tutoring lessons and is the co-executive director of RespiraWorks. I'm probably butchering that. No, that was
2: perfect.
0: Hell yeah. Boom. Uh, which is a Dang. nonprofit working to, to design low cost and open source medical equipment for communities underserved by the global supply chain. What? She performs across the country and produces and performs at Funnelingus, uh, which mm. is just one of the best shows in LA every first Sunday. Please welcome the hilarious, the talented Paula
2: Veganale. Yay! That bio was so thorough. I was like, "Does he have like where I was born?"
0: <laughs> like, yeah, we can do that too. <laughs> it's just dope. That, Deep dive. Like, yeah, that's one one of those things that a lot of zeitgeist guests don't have on their bio. So wanted to shout it out. Transcribe
2: pretty... that to update my website. He's <laughs> 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 had more stuff on there than I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How are you? What's going on? I'm
2: good. Thanks for having me. I'm good. I'm I'm in Boston right now. It's the first time I'm doing comedy in Boston, so I'm excited. And yeah, I'm just like I'm happy, guys. Isn't that crazy? Oh,
1: isn't that crazy? Hear that? That that.
2: Lexapro is hitting. (laughs) Let
1: them know.
0: How's that yeah. uh, Boston weather hitting? Is it is it cold? Is It it's like,
2: it was a little bit like rainy, but it wasn't too bad. It's like nice and refreshing. I'm like, I'm out here. I'm just like leaves. I love fall. Right, right. I'm like turning into Christian girl autumn or whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you like put some in a Ziploc bag. You're like, I'm yeah. just going to love to look at these when I get home. It's,
2: it's just a lot of like br- deep breaths in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just looking out the window with my tea. I'm just like,
0: yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, it's a dang Lexapro
1: commercial right there. The, right. The leads. Right? With my Lexapro, I'm tea. like a Christian white woman. <laughs> i used to be so cynical
2: <laughs> and now i think the world is made for me <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like whole, like in a pile of autumn leaves so like yeah in slow motion. it
2: turns into a period commercial somehow in the middle of right. it
1: <laughs> like, better check uh, all these
2: just boxes. stay with the leaves for too long and it's like wait why really just like sitting
0: in those leaves just five minutes she okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pallavi, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell the listeners a couple of things we're talking about today. The Build Back Better bill, which Miles has given the AKA Bunk Booty Butter, mm-hmm. which, you know, it, alliteration wins no matter Always. what. Always. We know that.
2: That sounds like an organic like health butter for your yeah. skin or something. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, like butt lotion or something. Like something
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow has definitely tried to copy. Punk's booty butter, yeah. <laughs> <Trademark>. Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> We're going to talk about Tucker Carlson's upcoming documentary, in quotes, in which he will be suggesting that January 6th was a false flag, which we'll talk about how that's possible. Uh, and then we got a couple Halloween stories. We're going to talk about the why... Skeletons are having a moan right now, uh, in particular, that 12 foot tall skeleton. Yeah. All of that, plenty more. But first, Paula, we would like to ask our guest what is something from your search history?
2: Okay, this is going to make me. I I I couldn't think of anything, but I did write down. I looked up Fanny Lou Hamer because I'm just like dumb, and I heard a reference to her, and I was like, I don't know anything about her. <laughs> so right. that's like the latest thing that I googled. So that's like an honest one, but it's also like I'm trying not to be like, oh, I'm so great. I looked up Fanny Lou Hamer <laughs> as my search history. I'm too neurotic up. about this. You Maybe that Lexapro isn't hitting enough. You know what I mean. <laughs>
1: Wait, where did you hear a reference that you were like, hold on, what, you know, what, 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 what piqued your interest?
2: I don't even remember. I just wrote it down to look it up because I heard something about Fannie Lou Hamer and I was like, I don't know shit about her. Mm. <laughs> it might have been like a podcast or a book or something. I'm not sure. Right, right, right.
0: That's but, a favorite move of mine is when somebody references something that I don't know, I take out my phone and type it down into notes. Yeah. It also seems like I'm doing something important. So when I disassociate with the conversation at that moment, rather than embarrass myself by being like, what's that? What would you just say?
2: (laughs) It's also like, I don't always get to all my notes, so it'll be like, it'll just be like weird references from three years ago in my I notes really that wish, I never actually looked at.
0: I really wish my notes app was better organized. It is. It's Chaos. a fucking mess. I in think there. part yeah. of the
2: reason that people use it so much is because it's not organizable. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's part yeah. of everybody's like, I'll find a way to like make it work for me, but because there's no pressure, that's why everybody, you can use it for apologies. You can use it for Fannie Lou Hamer references. Yeah. <laughs> you can you lose it for numbers you're going to lose, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah, I have the, yeah, when I look through it, it, it's like the equivalent of like the, what I suspect the inside of like a conspiracy theorist car looks like. Just yeah. a bunch of loose shreds, like with weird shit written on it. Because like every
2: yeah. note is a red flag, and especially and you for keep comedians. Them all. Like I, yeah, I have just a note that says Catholic and camp on it. I don't know. That's, that's gotta be a stand-up thing. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Catholic
1: and camp. Yeah. That's gotta,
2: yeah. (laughs) I don't know.
1: I have one that says food coma, long shot of a guy hooking up food at a taco stand. (laughs) I think I was thinking of like a mockumentary maybe about people who go into food comas.
2: Do you think this is how Jordan Peele wrote Get Out? (laughs) 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 He's like, tea stirring. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) I just want to say Uber driver who plays his own music for his passengers. June 12th, 2013. Wow.
2: I have one that are, do you think wolves are ever like, Ugh. you act as though you've been raised by people?
0: <laughs> I mean, that's just a good joke. Yeah, that was meant to be a there, Yeah, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. Can I, have I one don't that remember just says, writing
2: that.
0: I just have one that says UBI dash Good Dollar, and that's it.
1: This is know.
2: what you guys should do instead of or search along history. With search history. Yeah. You should yeah, do Notes. <laughs> go
1: in your notes right now. Go, go. Scroll back to one of the earliest ones you've got because those are the oh, ones that man. takes a lot. I mean, like mine are in 2013. Another one, yeah. fried corn, 170 degrees Celsius for two minutes.
2: Okay, yeah. that's just well, a I mean, recipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's I learned like that, yeah. the
2: recipe without the intro. You know what yeah. I mean? The right, intro exactly. is in another note. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the history of your family or something. And then this another is one, just the recipe.
1: Dude, <laughs> this, this is... Oh, oh whoa! uh uh-uh. uh. I just realized... I have this email address of this woman whose picture I took at Coachella in 2014, and I got her email so I could email her the photo when I got a better signal.
2: Send it to her.
1: Did you send it? I'm sure I did. I'll have Uh, to look at my same uh, emails.
0: That is a thoughtful (laughs) Coachella reveler right there. Yeah, exactly. Never thought about that again. What is something you think is overrated?
2: I am tired of staying out. I'm, I'm at the age now where I'm just every, I finish my task and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go home. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I think it's like a post pandemic thing. Cause during the pandemic, I was so immo- immobile that like, I was partially afraid I was going to get bed sores. You know what I mean? Right. And now I'm like out there and I'm doing my shows and I had to build up stamina to do standup. And then as soon as they're done, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go home. Like, Yesterday, my friends wanted to hang out, and it was wonderful seeing them. But the entire time, I was like, I just want to be in bed, not necessarily sleeping, but there. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm I'm so excited for this part of my aging.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when your bed is like a charging mat for your cell phone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, you
2: know, it's fine. You know, I'm not like totally
1: on empty, but it's just, it's always good to get a charge in by laying in my bed or sitting yeah. in my yeah. bed.
2: I love it. I like. I get so excited to like thinking about just coming home <laughs> and not even sleeping. Just coming home.
1: Yeah, that's good. But I mean, you know, there's something about uh, at least you're comfortable there. There are times when I remember I, the last place I wanted to be was my own home. That's yeah. true. And so that's like funny when the pendulum swings uh, the other way.
2: We've we've uh, sated our inner children. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> we've created a safe space enough. for them. <laughs> yeah right.
0: i actually had children in order to give myself an excuse to leave parties <laughs> that was like my main reason i was like ah i gotta get to see the kids before they go to bed you're like jack you don't have kids you're like yeah, right, yeah right. but um imagine if i did all right i'm gonna go <laughs> anyway i gotta i gotta
2: go make them <laughs> right. i gotta go make children <laughs> I gotta right go now. make some
0: babies uh what is something you think is underrated
2: Okay, this is again another old person. I'm. This is me aged now. I love house plants. I'd love to see. Yeah. I'm a house plant bitch. I got in June. I was, I, which was like way too far into the pandemic to be into house plants. Everybody mm-hmm. got into house plants like in middle of 2020, and I got into it like once the pandemic was ending, <laughs> right, right. Or like was like people were going outside again. But I, I love plants. I'm just like I'm watering them. I'm repotting them. I'm get. Wow. I got like the moss poles and shit it's amazing i think they, yeah what what there's like a there's a moss pole so i got a big monstera right yeah You're sprouting all these leaves and shit and it keeps falling over because it's so big so you tie it around a pole that's like a right, okay. moss got and it. then and you wrap it up and it stays upright more
1: i've got a i have a similar problem with uh a, yeah. a, a, like an indoor bird of paradise in my house it's getting <gasps> too top heavy wobbly yeah you
2: got to help them. And, and they're just I like now I like walk my dog and I'm judging other people's plants. I'm like, you got to water this. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, know, I, wow. used to, I used to kill plants all the time and I'm not necessarily like good at it. I just am very now I can put my judgment into into plant care.
1: Too. Right, right, Pretty healthy. You know,
2: that's how you pick up skill. If you are bad at picking up skills, but you want to just know you get to judge people more the more skills you pick up.
0: Yes, exactly. you're you're espying them through their window, or what? What? No, uh,
2: there's like they put them out front, in front of the apartment building next to me. They put uh, their plants out front, and there was just a monstera that was dying, and oh. like I was just like, just water it. And there was a guy who was like, d- like down the down the apartment building, he he was like washing the. Round or whatever, and I was like, "Go water that plant; it's dying." And he's like, "No, that's not what I do." And I was like, "I'm going to steal this plant." <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now
1: you have a monstera. No, yeah.
2: <laughs> no, it's right. too big for me to carry, but I, I really do want to steal it's plants like, from my neighbors. It's, like, it's a I'm,
1: problem. I'm power washing grease stains off of this driveway. This will destroy the plant to, if I use this.
2: I don't have time. What? It's an emergency. Life. I'm like, <laughs> it needs water.
1: You like call nine one one and report a fire, <laughs> so the fire department shows up with I hoses. I really am like, dah,
2: turning dah. into a Christian white girl. Like <laughs> right. Right.
1: I'm sorry, but this monstera plant is like dying.
2: How can it be Christian girl autumn without leaves?
1: <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the kind of brown leaves I wanted. <laughs> but yeah, monstera's man—they they're beautiful though when you take care of them and like they're you know because so nice. the shape, the you know every this thing's probably like the most. What Instagrammed plant? Probably. It's like, also I feel just like, a...
2: like super rewarding because it's like the, one of the easiest ones. You just right. like keep pouring water into it.
1: It's just funny. It's always funny to go anywhere like in a tropical climate where you know a lot of like people like tropical plants out here, and yeah. you just see them blowing out with life like on the sidewalk, yeah. and you're like,
2: ah! <laughs>
1: and that's always an experience, I, I'm, and that's how I know I'm getting old because I started to say stuff like, "Yo, yo,
2: look at that monstera."
1: Yeah, I know. No, I do that, that shit all
2: the time. Yo, My let's steal out. that leaf. I'm like, oh, fucking snake plants are thriving over here. Yeah. Oh,
1: I want to propagate that.
2: Yeah.
0: Monstera Deliciosa, which is the apparently the official Ooh. name for Monstera's, it, like, delicious monster is a very cool and horny name for a plant.
2: Yeah. I kind of love it. It reminds me of Little Shop of Horrors because that's what I feel like that plant should have been called. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely.
0: Absolutely. There ever was a
2: delicious monster.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. We didn't get get a chance to. I I realized at the start we were talking before we started recording. We were talking about Bad Will Smith lyrics, and we we didn't get <laughs> to it.
1: But well, ill know. way to hammy. me. Well, I didn't <laughs> know what he was saying. Yeah, ill way the and me. Is that what he's saying? I always thought it was ill way to hammy and I don't know, I don't know what the fuck you're saying because you just said you the Cuba Cuba cigar cigar was just for the look. You bite it, don't light it. But I, I guess again it was him doing We do call it pig latin. It yeah, was pig I think latin. Away
2: the anime on the ants' day or flay. Or flay.
1: So will the man on the Give
2: ants it up or... jiggy make it feel like foreplay. <laughs>
1: Ooh.
0: Feel like foreplay.
1: Feels yeah. like foreplay.
0: I I also like the the part where he brags about having a cigar but he doesn't light it. The, <laughs> because it's yeah. just for the look but mm-hmm. like he, he like has that anti-smoking message in there yeah, um, yeah that was and something. then he says
2: and then the next line is yo my cardio is infinite haha big willy (laughs) styles all in
0: (laughs) oh that sucks that sucks no
2: i love this dad rap it's my favorite
0: but the (laughs) that part where he says you know that he doesn't light the cigar and then the part in getting jiggy with it where he says like he played ball with Shaq and them and flattened them and then is like psych Nah, no, I actually didn't do that. Like immediately after, for whatever reason, like those are always on <laughs> this, rotation in my brain.
2: This feels like a Lonely Island song where they're like, right. I'm bragging. No, I'm not. I'm just Psych. kidding. So <laughs> I didn't.
0: Thought no, I took I a didn't. spill. <laughs> yeah. For whatever reason, that getting jiggy with it in, in particular, uh, I was saying every every time what one of the settings that we do on people's QuickTime before we start recording is have them change the thing to maximum. And that just immediately, if people ever want to know what it's like inside my head, that has then sets the part where he says "cream to the maximum." I'd be asking him, like, "Oh, that's just <laughs> echoing through my head for the entire time <laughs> that we record."
2: What does mm. "cream to the maximum" mean? Because I don't think it's what we would assume it means now.
0: Yeah, the money money is no, money's, it's money's yeah, long. It's money.
2: Okay, His money <laughs> I like is how he long. was like, "Yeah, since I moved up like George and Wheezy. That's yeah. a cute reference.
1: Right. So
0: they had who, them on that, Fresh Prince. So that was see. sweet. Right. Uh anyways, one of the greats to
1: ever do it. <laughs> I mean, that's what people it, that's always debated, right? Of Will Smith's place in the rap pantheon because he he like mainstreamed this like very like Saturday morning rap kind of vibe. Yeah.
0: It was like, the first you know? rap tape I ever got was like in second grade, The Nightmare on My Street with Ooh. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah, I definitely had I had this album for sure, and I was like playing it nonstop. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was my favorite. I memorized all of Miami,
1: Big Willie style. Yeah, I mean, seminal, 1997, big year, big year for us. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm,
0: he's the winner of the first rap Grammy, I believe. So, you know that that officially makes mm. him the the greatest and most influential rapper of all time, uh, if we're going by the record book.
2: You know I mean, what? Every time someone has this argument, I'm just going to bring up Will Smith. <laughs> <for> <laughs> now on. Every time somebody's like, Biggie, Pac, Kendrick, I'm going to be like, nobody's talking about getting Biggie with it.
0: <laughs> thank you.
1: All right. But
0: let's talk about the Build Back Better bill.
1: Uh, <laughs> real quick. Hey, you know, uh, we, we got... Transformational rappers, transformational bills. Thank you you know we're
2: not <laughs>
1: transformational yeah. wills transformational
2: oh! bills. there we go yes
0: and, and we're back transformational in the sense that it transforms from something that people actually wanted to uh now a really half-assed sad sack watered down husk 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 this husk. is
2: so frustrating i'm yeah. so so mad i
1: mean so you know biden is in a in a spot he's he had an agenda it's now just turning into this half thing and now he's asking progressives to fucking trust him okay he came out today saying that look i've got a 1.75 trilly big trilly style
2: okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: framework for a, re- a reconciliation bill for Recon- the human inter-
2: bill, <laughs> re- rec- <laughs>
1: reconciliation bill <laughs> reconciliation bill okay to address the human infrastructure part of his agenda and i I will i'll say this there are things in it that have never been addressed before but that doesn't necessarily like if we're just going to compare it to what we've been doing which is nothing then anything is transformational but here are the things that are still in the bill on some level universal Mm pre-k for kids three and four years old and that's funded for at least six years. Subsidized child care that is going to be funded for about six years, a one year extension of the current child tax credit. Wow. Which is like one of the most popular things. Just one more year. We'll fund it one more year. Expanded uh, tax credits for, you know, like clean energy for residential uh, and like uh, new clean energy vehicles. They're doing some like extended ACA stuff and Medicare to cover the cost of hearing now. If you look at the price tag, you're like 1.75. Well, that's half of what people were coming out with, which was 3.5. And a lot of people point at like the climate spending. Yes, like while it's the most it's, that's ever been ever spent, to think of how dire the situation is, you're like, this doesn't look like dire money we're spending. It looks like we're just doing like, uh, here's about 50 billion at a time. And maybe we'll see where we go from there. When really we, we, we know like we really need significant improvements, especially to the transmission grid in order to bring a lot of clean energy online. So the things that are huge things that are missing are the lack of paid family leave, which, you know, would have been transformational since the United States is the only industrialized nation to not offer that. No expanded Medicare, no tuition free community college, and they won't be doing renegotiating any kind of prescription drug costs. So the prescription drug costs will remain the same. So, yeah, we're finding ourselves, I think, in a familiar place where progressives are were trying to do a lot, got to a certain point, and then just the priorities aren't as important because important moderates,
0: yeah, there's a logic I'd accepted in like as I was just kind of working my brain around this ongoing story that like well, yeah, of course the concern- the Republicans aren't going to let something this good through because people would be too happy with it, and it would be under a democratic president, and that's bad for them in the long run but that it just like i i just want to take a moment to, to acknowledge how completely fucked our system is if that's if that's sort of the logic of it is that we can't let the other people help people too much or else right. yeah and it's bad bad for us
1: and f- for all the attention that's being paid to progressives the progressive wing of the democratic party they're like well, you know, they're not going to get everything they want. So this is going to have to be good enough. Like, that's a lot of like the mainstream takes that you'll see yeah. on the news about like what's happening. Because Pramila Jayapal, who's the head of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, she's saying, like, yeah, we agree to this framework, like in principle. We don't even know what this the actual legislative text is of this. You're just saying this is like their money's in these buckets, but we don't know how that's going to work yet. So we can't say we're going to fully be on board and let you pass the bipartisan infrastructure bill and then let this thing just blow away in the wind they still want to pass them together like that was the original agreement but yeah it's it it seems like another moment again like progressives think they're doing good faith business with the rest of the party and then because of people like mansion and cinema they're allowing two people to essentially be like nah we don't want to raise taxes like that or nah i'm not really here for paid family leave that's that doesn't feel like uh, that is it's necessary
2: insane also didn't they try to drop it to like 4 weeks and it's yeah. like most like infants can't be taken care of at daycare at that age right no. like
0: yeah no they But won't see that's the thing you bring a 4 week old to <laughs> fucking daycare like that's i mean they what yeah, an, <laughs> yeah. an, <laughs> like, absur- an absurdity like the, that you could just I think like, pass them off. Kirsten
2: might be on too much wine right now, if you know <laughs> what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this is, well, it's just, I mean, so they're trying on some level, but at the end of the day, I don't think it's really that, it's clearly not that important because especially when you hear a lot of the concerns, especially from like activists and progressive leaders being like, this is falling short, hello. Like if it's going to be transformational, it's because we're going to like you know, take a real uh, good faith effort at correcting something, not just saying like, "Well, we never spent this much money before on that." That that doesn't mean, you know, it's like having a huge a building on fire and you let it burn, and then just because you brought a garden hose out, you're like, "Well, this is transformational. This is a game changer." You're like, "Because now it's just a little bit of water." No, like, there's a real problem that has to be addressed. So this is merely a gesture, and now it seems like for the optics win, because that's what's really being hammered into. I think the airwaves right now is a lot of these Democrats, like the leadership is being like, this is a huge win. I mean, if you said we'd get this at the beginning of like the, the administration, you'd be, you'd be laughing with, uh, with just, with such happiness in your heart. So we got to really think about how this is a lot of money being spent. And that is true to a certain extent, but don't then try and ignore the fact that there are real needs that still have to be addressed and that this is still somehow addressing it all.
0: Yeah. It's very frustrating to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Democrats just like tired of
2: the moderation. Like I, like clearly that has not been working. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. No, it does. And and I think th- now they look at things like paid family leave. Like a lot of these things that are left out are the things that are people in like are popular in swing districts. So a lot of you know, even if you're looking at like electoral math, you're like, don't you want those people to be able to hang their hat on that when they're trying to you know run again for office? But I sure. Because Joe Mansion and like, Cinema wanted, it, it's gone.
2: Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna. I don't know what to do about them. I don't know how to like how they're expecting to deal with them with Mansion and Cinema. Mansion, like clearly, he has his motivations because of his <laughs> coal mining company and all his of coal, that.
1: His heart made of coal.
2: Yeah, his cold, cold, cold heart and his houseboat or whatever. But then, cinema is like the Joker. I don't know what she doesn't even actually. She doesn't even have as many (laughs) rules as the Joker does. Like she's just she wants to watch the world burn, and I we don't know what to give her. (laughs) Like I don't know what she's expecting. I think
1: a lot of people are just now being like. Other than
2: bad I, fashion.
1: Holding back, being like, well, I don't know what's going on. I think now I'd be like, okay. So she's just, she's been an opportunist the whole time. She's yeah. always told people what they needed to hear to get to certain places. If it, Whether it was like, you know, the Sierra Club and like conservationists in Arizona early in her career. Like they were saying like, yeah, she was such a huge supporter. And I can't even believe the stuff she's saying now because she used to do all these functions with us. And we thought she was about that life. Then they had veterans who like left her advisory panel who were like, we thought she was serious about this stuff and now she doesn't even take our calls and i think because oh, yeah. now she's at a point where she's getting i'm sure good packaged donations from lobbyists to do whatever she has to do and that's that's just probably a place of more comfort it has nothing to do with what her you know duty she also, is as a senator.
2: she also is like very famous because of how she's acting like yeah. the more ridiculous she's being the more fame she gets the more she secures like the rest of her career you know what i mean like i feel like one of the best ways to get twitter followers is to run for senate you know (laughs) right Right. that's one way to go viral
1: well and someone said in an article they're like if you think she's like unnerved by the fact that like cecily strong is like mocking her on snl like you're wrong dude she's a fucking loving it
2: of course like it's very obvious she likes the attention and have you seen those um Those clips of her, like I think she was at the airport, or she was at somewhere else where people were just trying to like talk to her, and they're like, "You haven't spoken to us in forever," and she and she she's like, "I'm so sorry" to like her the people she's talking to. It's like she she has no. It feels like she has she has no accountability or no sense of obligation to her constituents at all.
1: Yeah, and I think it and and I think the other thing that is happening too is those two are providing a lot of cover for a lot of corporate moderate Dems. Yeah. are also not really into this either, but because the two of them are such big, high-profile things, it takes a lot of heat off the party at large to say like, "Yeah, this is really, this is mostly y'all." Let's be real; it's not just that. Yeah,
0: there's a sense of you know, in the clip, you that you just mentioned of like the adults are talking here, and you know, the the adult thing is to accept. That this is a negotiation. And I feel like that's also the kind of central underpinning belief of the mainstream media is that, well, we can't have good things. So you like instead it's going to be this painful sort of shit sandwich that we all have to swallow because that's just how politics works. And it's like, well, that's kind of because of y'all.
2: Yeah. There was like a really good tweet that I saw yesterday that I wish I could find it. But it was like, we want this. No. Okay, we want half of it. No. Okay, we want this less of it. No. And then it's like, this is what a negotiation is. That's what a negotiation (laughs) is just not getting anything you want. That's what a negotiation means.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. Well, I do want to uh, move on to talking about Will Smith lyrics again. Um, (laughs) No, uh, talking about this uh, Tucker Carlson documentary that's coming our way, uh, the beginning of next week. Its central thesis is that January sixth was a false flag. Mm-hmm. You know, I, if it was like, a
2: false flag, they'd probably loot it from <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> the they, It's like I'll just kind of go through. Uh, it's so that people don't have to watch it, but it's got like the. It says the true story behind one six, the war on terror two and the plot against the people. Mhm. They're and, so
2: bad at titles. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a long title.
0: <laughs> it opens with like a militant drum roll and says the domestic war on terror is here it's coming after half of the country and Carlson then is heard saying the helicopters have left Afghanistan and now they're landed here at home. And then a woman says false flags have happened in this country one of which may have been January 6th and it's It ends with, like, the battle hymn of, like, the Civil War battle hymn. So, I mean, I think they, you
1: know, what they're getting
0: at there.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, also, I think, uh, is Ali Alexander going to be on Tucker Carlson that day, too? Like, I think he's in the documentary, but I think he might also be talking with Carlson. But, you know, he's one of the, he's the dude who, you know, obviously got a lot of attention in the Stop the Steal build up and a lot of you know he, he's just sort of he's just a right-wing grifter basically and was just right. using this to like fundraise and and get money but he he was the one who had that tweet that when everyone was like okay the tone has changed when he said like he was willing to give his life right you know for yeah, like yeah. To, mm. this, to stop the steal or whatever the fuck and you know a lot of people point out it's like of course you're gonna have this person on because a by making this a fault like a false flag you can try and negate or introduce some narrative about a false flag, you'll negate anything the committee finds and yeah. try and get that out of voters' minds. And also if you're if you're Ally Alexander, who has a lot of responsibility in organizing it, you'd probably want something out there to be like, well, it wasn't me. It was right. a false flag. <laughs> like right. there's just a lot of like the it's it's this is a very useful thing to start pushing if they're gonna because they again at every turn have to counteract like what people just saw with their bare eyes.
0: Yeah, they're you know they're this is them openly courting the QAnon far right like white supremacist terrorist movement and basically being like these are American citizens. It's like yeah, so is Timothy fucking McVeigh, man. Like what what are you talking about? They also yeah. claim that conservatives are being left to rot in Guantanamo Bay, which is a
1: bizarre and Jesus made up claim. Also, like, and I love the fucking the mental compartmentalization that has to happen because for that to have any to move a conservative person you have to on one hand acknowledge that guantanamo bay is just a fucking hellscape for a human being to be in well that's for brown people that's not for us that's not for them. No, No. no exactly but that's american you know what i mean
2: that's what is the most infuriating aspect of just people on the right with how they are, they weaponize things that are actually being used against other people. It's Mm -hmm. just so frustrating how they victimize themselves. So it does acknowledge like the tools of oppression, but then they flip it, you know, and it's completely illogical. It's just like, uh, it just bothers me so much that they do that. And that not yeah. only you said, like, Ali Alexander was a grifter, but it's so many of those people on that side are grifters. Like Tucker Carlson right. uh, promoting, and everybody at Fox News promoting, like, anti-vax rhetoric while ha- being vaccinated for the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, that's, like, the the evil aspect of it that just bothers me so much. Because it's been shown that people don't care about hypocrisy when it comes to, like, campaigning and, and all of the, and calling people out and stuff people just don't care about hypocrisy it's not something that motivates them and that's yeah. the thing that they capitalize on because they know right. that yeah and it's just so, like so bothersome
0: it's also wild that th- this is going to be le- sort of like loose change a d- documentary a counter narrative about an event that ha- happened almost entirely on live tv like yeah, we we, we kind of got the the gist from the fact that there were cameras there everywhere, and you know. But I think I think that initial reaction that like how could anyone take this seriously is similar to the initial idea that the internet was going to make people better at finding the truth rather than just better at finding whatever truth they want to find because yeah. there's just. There's an embarrassment of riches in terms of just, you know, there's there's so much footage taken by all of the people at that, like who were there on January 6th. And like, you know, cutting all of that down into a convincing like 30 minute package of stuff happening that seems weird or doesn't look quite right will be like super possible.
2: What's really weird, though, is like the argument that I found there were comedians at that insurrection, by the way, there were comedians there and their arguments that I've seen was like, and which other people have made as well was uh, but we were like in the peaceful part <laughs> and it's like uh-huh. you be like you being around a drum circle or whatever the fuck you think that is is does not <laughs> negate the fact that people rushed into the Capitol and then our senators had to hide in bathrooms and shit because they were afraid they were going to get like people were in full gear with zip ties and you being near like playing hacky sack which I doubt <laughs> you were you know doesn't negate right. the fact that that actually happened and you were there and a part of it.
1: And it's a weird thing, too, because it's like it's this weird cred thing, too, that you'll see with conservatives where half the time they'll be like, I was there on jail where you weren't even there. Right. You don't know what and happened. Then, and it's like, but then were be cameras. like, I thought it was a false flag. It's like, well, there were some people there that were, were doing the right thing. And you're like, right. well, which is it? Are you pumping your dick up because you were there or is it is it all bullshit? And none of what you saw is real because you're doing all this doublespeak is just, it's it's grating. And like you're saying, just overall with this whole thing, we're looking at so many levels where America, again, is unwilling to have a reckoning with its like white supremacy issue yeah. at every level, like whether it's this and be like, well, fuck, man, like we can't we can't just have it be accepted that this was all based on like the fear of a, a less white America. That's get this out there. That's a false flag. You see it play out in just with the trials that are coming up with the killers of Ahmad Arbery or fucking Kyle Rittenhouse. Or the, the fucking other, you know, all the, there's uh, the Charlottesville organizers. Like, th- we have judges being like, oh, witness is a loaded word for the people Kyle Rittenhouse no, victim, killed. Victims. Or victim, I'm sorry, Whitney. Yeah. A victim he, is he a said loaded victims word.
2: Victims and alleged victims is like too close.
1: But said rioters and, and looters and, looters isn't. and
2: arsonists. Is okay. Even though that they're, can be used. Yeah, by the defense. It's ridiculous.
1: Then looking at things like in the Charlottesville thing, asking jurors, if they think negatively about nazis and if they do they can't serve in the jury yeah because you're trying to that both sides truly nazism insane. like you can't have an object and all this is saying is we can't live in a reality where objectively white supremacy or racism is actually bad and there's no there's no explaining your way out of it
2: but then uh, simultaneously they won't identify as such like right they mm-hmm. they don't like being called that but then they are able to defend it.
1: But you need a fair trial where you don't have jurors who think uh, anti-black racism is bad because then that'll bias them against an anti-black <laughs> racism. Somebody murdered somebody
0: over. Yeah. The thing that is super infuriating about the Carlson documentary is it seems like the thing. What One of the thousands of things that's super infuriating about this documentary is that Fox News is the arbiter of... Or the representation, the the main source of information for the group of people who have generated every panic, like every moral panic over the last 100, 150 years in America. And they are claiming that America is in the midst of a moral panic over white supremacy. So they're taking the thing that they do, like the, this is, you know, what they've been doing since the beginning of time, but they take the thing that they're guilty of and put it claim that that's what the other side is doing yeah you know so rather than being a deeply white supremacist country coming to terms with just the very tip of the iceberg of its white supremacy for the first time they're claiming that it's a moral panic uh, over white supremacy
2: guys i have to say with all of this i am not jiggy with it
0: so <laughs> you know
2: i'm not jiggy with any of this I, know. I also,
0: I also like mm. the idea that Joe Biden tricked us all by using his boundless energy and razor sharp mind to create a three dimensional kinetic illusion of white supremacists trying to <laughs> right. murder the vice president. Yeah, Wait, what? Thanos. No, well, like, saying, like the, false, idea of- the idea of a false flag, and like they keep showing Joe Biden in the oh. documentary. It's like, so They're yeah, like-
2: yeah,
1: he's that smart. Yeah, he's he has.
2: So he's mostly it's mostly dementia, but then he has these moments of lucidity where he (laughs) plants a false flag. Yeah,
1: where he
0: just controls space and time to to his whims. Uh, All right. Let's take another quick break and we'll come back and talk about skeletons and other Halloweeny stuff. And we're back, and let's let's start out talking about the twelve foot tall Halloween skeletons. <laughs> the Home mm-hmm. Depot, the best thing Home Depot's ever done,
2: guys. I feel like this sets unrealistic expectations for skeletons. Yes, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Like, no skeleton you know, that tall could walk uh, comfortably, just like yeah. Barbie.
1: Also, like, where are my short skeleton kings at? Because shout out to y'all too. It's all about being twelve feet. You could be six feet as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
0: have a two foot tall skeleton on my front door because I, I don't have a agenda at home at Home Depot or oh. an agenda about what a skeleton <laughs> should get that, look like. Did you
2: get that skeleton from Lowe's? You fucking loser!
0: <laughs> Yo, that's just eleven foot six. <laughs> But I just feel like in general, skeletons are having a bit of a mom with, you know, Phoebe oh, Bridgers yeah. Wait, started can, performing sorry, in a we, skeleton suit. I'm I sorry, do say moam. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. I just needed to take a, a moam to address the moam thing because mm-hmm. I've never heard that
0: before. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's just a cool thing that I like to say.
2: All right. I'm, you know, I'm jiggy with it. <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. jiggy with that. All right. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, exactly. Keep going. <laughs> you know,
1: party in the city where the heat is moam. <laughs> <laughs> Super I'm Ana going too, Mom. Mom, mo, Mammy. Bienvenido, <laughs> mo, Mammy. <a> mom, Mammy.
2: <laughs> mo, mommy.
0: Uh, Super producer Ana Hozni, got me a uh, coffee mug that says "Just having a mom with my cough." And,
2: uh, <laughs> Anna my just favorite. messaged. I did not buy that for you. You bought that for yourself.
0: Yeah. Oh, you bought me the Chugi one. You That's choogy. right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Big chuggers yeah. I bought that for myself, that's true. <laughs> it's true. Look, I'm trying to turn it into a thing. No, I think
1: Anna got that for it- me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh Anna, I really appreciate you buying that for me and yeah. you know, recognizing that it is a thing, whether other people want to say I'm failing at making it a thing. <laughs> Anyways, Home Depot, the real Home here, not me. Uh Home Depot. So, <laughs> apparently they've been trying to like create a proprietary, like, Halloween decoration that was going to, like, be, be uh, popular. And their previous attempt was in 2016, they marketed a Peeping Tom decoration.
2: Oh, my God. They
0: had to pull from stores because it just looks like a, a human looking through your window. With, it looks uh, like fucking Tony it's Blair. so
2: creepy. Also, yeah, like, I thought Halloween was supposed to be for, like, fantastical right like, you know what i mean and Not this just is just thing like
0: that we all have to worry about yeah well,
2: like, stuff yeah. that happens in a comedy green room like i don't mean <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> right yeah yeah the, you were saying that oh so this the 12 foot skeleton there was a long shitty road for home depot to hit the target with being like the 12 foot skeleton now we've got a thing only we've got you're saying like this yeah. Well, tom I mean, they definitely another. tried
0: with the peeping tom thing. That's a big swing. Like that's a that's yeah. a. That's but also, like <laughs> no that's small. not a
1: decoration. That's a prank. Yeah, it's a, a prank. Would be something on, that's like yeah. a if realistic prank. If you walk on the sidewalk, prank. if you walk on the sidewalk, you can be like, "What's that? Like weird thing stuck to the window?" Because I doubt it's like a full torso on its knees that you can like pose. It's, it's also about- for.
2: A prank for the people inside the home. Yeah. It's decorating and Look, not outside. Home Depot outside. is
0: figuring this out very slowly. <laughs> like, Depot, like, oh, okay, it got it. I thought. I
2: also like that they went from like Peeping Tom, twenty sixteen, year before me to. To let's just make a regular decoration, but bigger, really big, right. <laughs> like that is the most American shit. Right. To Be like, I mean, the fucking idea it, we though. already yeah. have, but make it bigger.
1: Right? They, like, but look at us; it's like the, the most sought-after item now. Yeah, they, it's true.
0: At least they knew that sex predators were going to be a thing. They they had their finger on the zeitgeist. They just didn't They're read it. They didn't place. do the right thing with it. Right? I would say by just pretending to have a sexual predator like hanging out at people's houses but like i said phoebe bridgers has started rocking a skeleton suit and it's very cool and so this is the second year of the 12-foot skeleton they were like sold out immediately nobody can find them the people who did find them are doing pretty cool stuff like one guy in ohio built an even larger skeleton arm bursting out of his house and holding the home depot skeleton and then there's a story of so this sounds more, this sounds like something that would happen to me. A guy thought he snagged a 12 foot skeleton for forty dollars and you know waited a couple months. For it. Thanks a lot, Biden, uh, supply chain, <laughs> only to later receive a 12 inch skeleton in the mail. Oh, hey. Uh, just, you got to know between the different apostrophe
1: and He's the He's like
2: trying to convince all the women on his block that it's 12 feet, anyways. He's like, no, this right. is what 12 feet looks like. It's fine. It's average. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's actually average. <laughs> so some people are wondering why this is such a such a thing right now beyond just being objectively awesome. And, you know, so some theories are that they gave people something fun and Halloween-y to engage with at a time last year when, you know, trick-or-treating and partying were kind of canceled by the pandemic. And they were actually considering not launching the product. So they knew this was going to be a big deal, which is interesting these companies like know too much it's really it bothers me like i just heard an anecdote about somebody who works at netflix who was told like you know five months ago they were like hey this show squid game is going to come out and it's going to be our most popular show ever so like just watch it now so that you know like they knew way before and like there are no surprises they just actually really yeah
2: uh, oh, I hate being predictable to corporations. I know, isn't that the worst? <laughs> so, Especially Home Depot. I'm trying Home to be mysterious global, and exciting.
1: We need a global movement to fuck the algorithms over. Right. It's like, do the opposite for seven months. Yeah. And just, you know, figure out what you can, but uh, who knows, then you're going to get into weird shit on accident. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then in the more, like, kind of zeitgeisty realm of things that appeal to me, skull imagery tends to be very popular during pandemics and plagues. You know, oh. their they're roots in Latin American culture and feature prominently with the Mexican Day of the Dead. But they crept into European decorative art in the mid-1300s around the Black Death, symbolizing mortality and celebration and... Yeah, so people are thinking that maybe that's why skeletons are, as Super Producer Ana Hosnier would say, so having a moam.
2: You're saying Home Depot created the COVID pandemic, in order yeah. to sell skeletons?
1: I'm glad you're picking up. What, I'm glad you're exactly. able to read between oh. the lines. Thank when you. When's Ali Alexander coming on to explain it even further? <laughs> this, I mean, is it also the feeling that, like, you know, we are just the big-ass skeleton? Like, we all just kind of feel like a 12-foot skeleton? I mean, like I, I don't know. Like was. I look at that and I'm like mood. Yes.
2: <laughs> you know, like
1: you, I'm a twelve I'm a oversized skeleton. You That's said how that I feel.
2: Mood, but then it sounded like serve.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mood. Mm. Twelve foot skeleton, mood. I Wait, mean yeah. if you're Just- if
0: you're thinking of it as, like, I am 12 feet tall and I'm a skeleton, I'm powerful. No. That's not. No, but like, if you're thinking of it as, like, I, everybody can see me
1: and I'm, yes. this is so I'm embarrassing. Inside. And I'm dead I have inside. nothing. I'm barely being held together. It's got a I'm little, barely human. It's right. a
2: little something for everybody. <laughs> yeah.
1: Everyone. And it's it's like a just an all-seeing eye or a funhouse mirror, whatever. You can project whatever you want onto it. I have
2: noticed that a lot of my friends, their Halloween costume is just skeletons like they're just walking around and I'm like, now I kind of want those PJs. I'm like, they're simple. You can wear them, (laughs) whatever.
0: Those are dope. That's nice. I mean, like you said earlier, they're having a moment. I saw
1: a guy guy jogging in my neighborhood with a skeleton like it was a full on real running outfit, but it had just has bones printed on
0: it. Miles, was he chasing a guy dressed as a shower? Because you might have just been witnessing Karate Kid.
2: (laughs) I feel like this is also like a Tim Burton aesthetic as well. I feel like he could capitalize on it as well.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right.
2: That's his whole thing.
1: Or you know, it's it's America too. America is just like a big, oversized, dead thing in the way.
0: America, yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I love it.
0: I love all of it.
1: But we are skeleton, you know.
0: We are we are skeleton. I am skeleton. I like shark. <laughs> Home Depot <laughs> has said they are going to step their game up next year, which <laughs> leads okay. some people to be like, "Yo, so <laughs> there's just gonna be a skeleton that is like a skyscraper just like sitting on houses."
2: No, they're fully going to steal that guy's idea with the giant hand and the head. They're going to fully take it and then market it and then pretend like they came up with it. Right, (laughs) right.
1: Yeah, 24 feet. Yeah, I don't know. It's like you actually have to pitch in with your neighborhood to get all the pieces for the 200-foot skeleton.
2: How are you, uh, like... If I had that, if I had a giant skeleton coming out of my home, I just no Christmas decorations. This this is Christmas. This is gonna right. be the Christmas this is decoration. My house this forever. is my house now. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I just because that picture, like the big ass arm coming out of the roof, like that. I'm like, this looks Where like do so you much sto- worse. It
2: looked bigger than his. It took him forty days to make it. Right? It said yeah. it like. Okay, first of all, that sounds 100% like uh, something my friends would make. Right. <laughs> and that sounds like a project we would have done in college just it, for sure. fun. And it also sounds curious. like
0: a biblical illusion, like he's trying to compare yeah. himself to Noah. <laughs> 40
2: days and nights. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also like, I looked at his garage and I'm like, I don't think that fit in your garage, dude. Where did you keep it?
0: Mm-mm. Right. What if the way they're stepping up the 12 foot skeleton is just adding flesh? So it's just a big naked dude? So it's dude? just a big person.
2: And then Aww. they turn it back into the Peeping Tom right. somehow.
1: <laughs> it's a 12 foot skeleton a 12-foot with an erection. Peeping
2: tom <laughs> with we're an erection. like, yeah, this but is how it's This
0: way it can look into your second story window. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's, just, it's just a guy at Home Depot who's really trying to get his Peeping Tom <laughs> yeah. idea off the ground. But because he's like, I'm he's, playing uh, the long game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, they're good with a twelve foot tall physical form that's human-like. Okay, okay let's turn it up a little bit. What well, ski mask on it?
2: Facing the other way. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, we like this idea, Peter. Go on, right? And then like, where's some Home Depot stuff branding? Okay, we like it with a big old erection. And they're like, uh, "God damn it, Peter.
2: Peter! Stop doing this! You do this every year, Peter." Okay,
1: a uh, normal erection then. Man, okay, I swung too <laughs> <Pickle>. hard. <laughs> Fine, it'll be average.
0: I mean, that was my three-year-old's question about our skeleton decoration: was where's his penis? And oh my god, where's his butt? Wow. So, yeah. you know, that maybe they'll answer that question.
2: Your kid wasn't like, hey, can you explain mortality to me? Because what is a skeleton? Do we turn right. into skeletons? Your kid was just right. like, where's the PP?
1: Yeah. Where's the skeleton? I like you got off like,
2: easy on well, that one. Let's cut, let's,
1: cut the, <laughs> let's cut to
0: the chase. Yeah. The the five year old's starting to ask the big questions. Oh, yeah, about
2: And you're like, Let's go to Home Depot. I got got some life questions to explain to you.
0: Whoa, look how big that thing is. Right, guys? No, I I was asking (laughs) about death. death.
2: They're (laughs) like, I can't wait for death. It's huge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's what happens when you die. You turn into a 12-foot skeleton underground.
2: This is mommy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pallavi, it's been such a pleasure, as always, having you on the Daily Zeitgeist. Uh, Where can people find you and follow you?
2: I'm at Paula Viganalan, P-A-L-L-A-V-I-G-U-N-A-L-A-N. That's my Instagram, my Twitter, my TikTok, my website, my clubhouse. I started doing clubhouse. Hey,
1: hell yeah. Lots
2: of pandemic things happening.
1: (laughs) How often are you on clubhouse?
2: Well, we have like shows every week for a few months, but like, and then now I do, uh, Leela Mar has her afternoon delight show. And so I'll do that in the afternoons because it's fun. You, You like do an afternoon show and then you go out and do uh, live shows. And mm-hmm. so I get to get practice. But yeah, that's fun. I, I don't know if it's like people are going to stay on it after the pandemic, but it definitely was like, a, like some people's social circles for a while. <laughs> like they were just on it for like, people were on it for like 18 hours straight. I'm just right. like, I, I hate people too much to be on this app that much. <laughs> <laughs> but I can go on Twitter and argue for hours. So we there all have you know. our things.
0: <laughs> Uh, Is there a tweet or some of the work of social media you've been enjoying?
2: Okay, I have to show you this. It's a it's really not it's it's a cop out, honestly. So I'm going to send it to you. The Big Issue came out with an interview about Brian Cox from Succession, yeah, and they just had this thread where he was just like insulting all of these actors. He was like... <laughs> <It's> from <laughs> his book,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, or his
2: memoir, his memoir, yeah, 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 sorry. But The Big Issue put it out, and it's, he like, with Michael Caine, he was like, I wouldn't describe Michael as my favorite, but he's Michael Caine, an institution, and being an institution will always beat having range (laughs) and then with and then with Quentin Tarantino he's like I find his work meretricious it's all surface plot mechanics in place of depth style where there should be substance I walked out of Pulp Fiction that said if the phone rang I'd do it (laughs) Johnny (laughs) Depp I mean Edward Scissorhands let's face it if you come on with hands that like that and pale scarred face makeup you don't have to do anything and he didn't and subsequently, he's done even less. <laughs> it's so funny because like two weeks I ago or like something, I don't know how long ago, he was just like, actors are nothing. It's all the writers. And he was praising all these like writers like on the show, which we were like, oh, that's so cool. And then now he's just like, fuck actors. Let me list them one by one. Right, right. <laughs> it was so funny.
0: That's amazing. <laughs>
2: So it's not like a viral tweet, but it's one I've just been enjoying. I've just been enjoying him being our anti-hero, but still with a trace of Logan Roy. (laughs) Yeah, right,
1: right. (laughs) Fuck off, David Bowie.
0: Yeah, he shits on David Bowie.
1: Not a particularly good actor.
0: (laughs) Miles, where can people find you? What's the tweet you've been enjoying?
1: Twitter, Instagram, at Miles of Gray. Also, stop by and listen to 420 Day Fiancé with Sophia Alexandra and I. We talk about 90 Day Fiancé, our favorite. shari. Some tweets that I like. First one is uh, from at L. Ron Mexico tweeted, (laughs) and the Democrats wept for there were no more promises to break. (laughs) (laughs) Another one is from at Brittany Warwick tweeted, definitely saying, Oh, so it's like Coles Cash next time a man tries to explain <laughs> crypto to me when I didn't ask. Yeah. I
2: retweeted that one for sure. It oh wait, I there's another one. Have you guys seen the Buzz Lightyear, the new Buzz Lightyear one? Trailer? Or yeah, but they had yeah. a picture, uh Culture Crave had a picture of Buzz from nineteen ninety-five and one from twenty twenty-two, and he looks really different. And at the Till Show tweeted, New Buzz be turning off his body cam. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Which was great.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Some tweets I've been enjoying on Honest Jabe tweeted, I hope this email finds you in a beautiful house with a beautiful wife. (laughs) Firaga, walk with me, tweeted, you can tell a man is having a mental breakdown when you ask them how it's going and they say, oh, it's going. (laughs) (laughs) I just like that. <gasps> oh, <shit>. uh, find <laughs> us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes Footnote. where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song do we think people might enjoy? Oh,
1: just, you know, it's getting spooky. And yeah. there's nothing spookier or more fun than James Blake, Jid, and Suave together. This track's called Frozen. It's from James Blake's new album. But I just, this track goes. And I don't know, it feels, it, this feels like right for a Halloween Friday. It's yeah, so okay. Yeah. Put this one in your ears Frozen, James Blake, Jid, Suave. And it's not the let it go. So just let um it go from the movie Frozen. No. Okay. Um, no. it isn't. I, right. Yeah. Because then it would be called Let It Go. Oh okay. <laughs> got it got it That's
0: I just call it Frozen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Like our I was kids would. Song, yeah, yeah. Play Frozen. Play Frozen. <laughs> you mean let it go? <laughs> you guys don't respect the material, I mean the why even play it.
0: All right. Well the daily zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is gonna do it for us on this Friday morning, but we're back Mm -hmm. this afternoon to
1: tell you what's trending and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Mm -hmm. Bye.
2: Bye.